This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Beagle. Golden Retriever. German Shepherd. Poodle. Familiar names dot the list of America's most popular dog breeds, compiled annually by the American Kennel Club. But for 29 consecutive years, likely soon to be 30, one breed has held the top spot, the Labrador Retriever. First bred in the 19th century in Newfoundland, Canada, as a fishing dog, the breed's proficiency for hunting and farming tasks made the lab ubiquitous in North America, and its popularity continued as the U.S. shifted from an agrarian to a manufacturing and then a service economy. And it was a Labrador Retriever that inspired the name of a quixotic passion project of entrepreneur Todd Graves a restaurant that served only chicken fingers. Graves worked back-breaking jobs as a boilermaker and sockeye salmon fisherman to save the money to launch his business, opened in 1996 in Baton Rouge, just steps from Louisiana University. The eatery's simple menu of chicken fingers, fries, coleslaw, and Texas toast, served with its signature secret recipe sauce, was a day-one hit with the college crowd and rapidly expanded, with Graves' namesake pet Labrador appearing on its signage and serving as its brand ambassador until the dog's death in 1998. And so, in 1999, the moniker was passed to a second Labrador retriever, who died in 2016, and so a third Labrador now serves as living mascot for the chain's 500-plus locations, and also serves as a symbol of a broader American hierarchy that ascribes value to animals based on their friendliness and cuteness. Dogs for companionship, Chicken for meat. This week on Doughboys, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Tamali Ringwald. The Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Tamale Ringwald? That was from Alex at Lamerod from the Doscord, RoastSpoonMan at gmail.com. Oh, a new Lame angle. Rod. I hadn't mm. seen that angle before. Tamale Ringwald, sure, why not? You hadn't seen Molly Ringwald used as a pun before? Is that what you're saying? Here's what I'll say. The note I'll give to anyone who submits to RoastSpoonMan at gmail.com. Cold Stone Steve Austin, very funny. We get it every week. So I would like if you come up with something fresh like Tamale Ringwald, it's more likely to be read on the show. Would that be Tamale Ringwald from the Giant Unnecessary Breakfast Club? (laughs) (laughs) Howdy ho to Spoon Nation. (laughs) Well, my former boss is here looking at me. I feel like a fool. Uh huh. And your current boss, me. All right, here's a drop. Hold on. Give me burgers. Give, burgers. Give me chicken. Give me sides. Hot salad. Hot salad. Hot salad. Hot salad. Hot salad. 
I, I, but I do think in general, I, I think some sort of organization is helpful. Wow. Hmm. Hi, Nick and Mitch. Here's a drop based on Nick's rant about delivery app menu layouts. Yes. Hope you are both doing well. All the best. Kenny G from Somerville. How about that? My neck of the woods. Yep. I can't be the famous jazz musician, can it? It could be. The soprano saxsmith himself is submitting a drop? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Famous comedian, Kenny, or was he a comedian? <laughs> he's no, done, that's... he's dabbled in comedy. I've worked with Kenny G, a lovely man. Oh boy. He did, he a did a, he did a spot on, uh, he, he was a panelist on at midnight when I was a writer over there. You're kind of like the Kenny Lo- G of man. comedy, Wags. <laughs> Smooth, easy, inoffensive. No one's really having a good time, but also no one's really complaining. <laughs> Is he a double read like you? No, that's a single read. No, he's a single read. Sax is a, mm. sax, so your single reads, you got your clarinet and your saxophone. Your double reads, you got your oboe and your bassoon. Does that make your blood boil? No, I, pl- I dabbled in all reads. I even played a little flute, which doesn't have a read. Any woodwind is up for grabs. Ooh, all right. I think the real rivalry is not between the, the single reads and the double reads. It's between the woodwinds and the brass section. Really? Yeah. The brass section and the woodwinds, they don't like each other? The brass section can get a little brassy. They can be a little like it's, you know, it's 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 more of the the oh, we play the trombone. It's more that kind of energy. Yeah, they seem cooler. I'm over here playing the clarinet. You know, it's just a little a little more gentle. Sounds like the brass section used to fucking kick your guys asses. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? I may have been stomped by a few euphonium players. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Introduce our guests. I don't want him waiting around too long. He's. Got things to do, Weiger, unlike I don't you want and him I. waiting around too long either, because I'm excited to talk to him. Returning to the show, our good friend and executive producer and writer for The Simpsons, Matt Selman is back. Hi, Selman. Hey guys. Thank you for having me back. Through, Thank you for uh, being here. Through uh, absence of popular demand, but <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a full giant unnecessary breakfast club of Mitch names in real time. It's pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> All I have so far is either Fudge Nelson or Pudge Nelson. That's good. Both pretty good. I mean, and then this one's a weird, instead of Anthony, now I'm explaining it, always great. Instead of Anthony Michael Hall, Michael Anthony Hall, in that you resemble the bass player from Van Halen. <laughs> Michael Anthony. All right, that's all I got. Ali Sheedy and Emilio Estevez. How about Ooh, my, no, how giant, about? giant Emilio Estevez. Okay. There you that. go. Ali Eady. <sighs> Ali Edie, always Edie. Michael Anthony Mess Hall. Man, oh, nice. <laughs> Double it up. Oh, God. And you like that on one, Weiger? I've turned into Blaine Capatch. This is like what. <laughs> this is. I love Blaine. His mind is. He has the best mind for this in the world. Blaine is incredible. Blaine at is. Mid- and at midnight. Uh, uh, Another guy working at midnight. Lovely, lovely, hilarious man. Made me laugh every day. Made me cry laughing routinely. You were crying. <laughs> His mind for, you know, pun work and was, you know, unbeatable. It's unbelievable. And I mean, I, I hope he can turn it off. <laughs> I don't think he can. I think that's concern. his. I think that's his genius. I think that's his. Mat- yeah, his curse and his uh, mm-hmm. and his blessing. Why the fuck hasn't he been on the pod? He should be on the. We pod. gotta have him on. Overdue. You fucked up. You you're bad. You're bad at don't booking. Put it on me. You're bad. I I would love to have Blaine on. Blaine I'd rules. love to have Blaine on too. All right, let's, let's do it. Let's get him on. Well, I'll it's reach your out. Fault. 
We'll make it happen. Well, don't turn this at we look, we've got a great guest here today. Let's yeah. have fun with this great guest. <laughs> and sure, we'll yes, figure I out agree. Booking, we'll figure out bookings on future episodes uh, off the pod. But yes, Blaine would be wonderful. Delightful man. You could tell him to write a thousand Mitch roasts and he would do it. Like he would literally do a thousand for you. He'd write them in, <laughs> yes. like, in real time. <laughs> See, the thing about at midnight wags is that you mm-hmm. were trying you were tricking America. Those weren't these answers weren't thought up on the spot. Mitch, you're not you're this is like magician secrets revealed. You're not supposed to do this. You're breaking the comedian's code. I won the internet. <laughs> People are gonna know the comedians were prepped in advance that they worked with writers backstage, that they weren't coming up with these uh, the well crafted hashtag wars answers off the top of their domes. No one no one could have those off the top of their domes except for maybe Blaine, it sounds like. I think he is yeah, the I think only Blaine person. can do it. Blaine could be all three panelists. Yeah, <laughs> you were on at midnight, Mitch. You did a great. You won at I midnight. I won the internet, and you Bob won at midnight. Bob was surprised. I, I I remember when it happened, and Bob was like writing his own answers. I worked with Bob friend Odenkirk. of the podcast. Yeah, a friend of the podcast, Jordan Morris. I worked. That's with. right. And the panelists, the panel, believe this was for the Birthday Boys IFC show. It was you, mm-hmm. uh, our buddy Mike Hanford from the Sloppy Boys and the Birthday Boys, and then Bob Odenkirk. Hey, here about here's here's some mag- magician secrets revealed. They told mm-hmm. me I was getting eliminated first. They said you're going to go first, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I don't give it. I don't. I don't. I don't care." And then we were doing it, and they were like, "Just Hanford's number was lower." Like, I mean, none of it mattered, but they're like, "All right, it's you Bob." You somehow defied the odds, and it was like, "All right, it's Bob versus Mitch." And then, and then I had heard Bob's answer before the taping, and then I knew what my answer was for the final answer. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm going to beat Bob, and Bob's going to be mad. <laughs> and then I remember, like, they were like, Mitch, you won. And Bob was like, well, all right, okay. <laughs> well, like, I, think he, I don't think that he loved that he lost. For a completely fake show with no stakes. Yeah. He's a competitive guy. He wants to win. He wants to so win. So is Mitch. He, won- he wants to win. So I'm not that competitive. Hmm. I did not want to win the internet, but also I'm damn proud. It's a feather in my cap. Hey, speaking of competition... I'm amongst me, Chris Delia. Just uh, there's just the few who are winners of the oh internet. Wags. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Selman. Speaking of speaking of competition. So we recently wrapped up Munch Madness, the tournament of champions. Uh, mm-hmm. We covered Pi Noon. We were, we're talking a fried chicken chain today, and fried chicken one of my favorite foods that I cannot eat this year mm-hmm. because I'm 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 staying veg. But you recently now, you were telling me before we started the show that you had some sort of convene some sort of impromptu one-man solo fried chicken tournament of your own. I did. I don't know if this is appropriate, but I remember I was so honored to be part of the last fried chicken tournament of sandwich, tournament of champions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was like maybe chicken three, or four, three or four years ago. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. I, ate the, I think I ate Wendy's and another one. And I think it was... I picked I picked something over Wendy's, which Mitch didn't like. So I went to, to those of the <laughs> I've been begging. Let's just be honest about this. I've been begging to be on the back on the show ever since then. And you know, there's a million people better than me, and no one else is begging but me. So it's <laughs> as producers, you guys made These the right true. choice. It's not true. But this is this is not true. We actually we had a plan. Can I can I can I say the plan? Sure. I can, well, we 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 had we had a plan to as a group to go. That's and right. Eat, eat at LAX, and then yes, pre-COVID, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and then that just really fell apart. And that's and, like the biggest bad thing that happened with this virus. 
<laughs> the worst <laughs> unintended side effect. And Dan Gore was going to join us as well. It was the yeah, plan. There was gonna, right. the four of us were going to go eat at mm-hmm. that LA, what, whatever that restaurant. What is it called again? The the whatever at LAX that big yeah crazy restaurant. We had a, we had a really big we had a big scheme. Yeah, An elaborate dinner planned that obviously fell apart. But yes, Super we fell apart. It, it's overdue having you back on the show. We're happy to have you back. But you <laughs> had a, so so you were having Wagner well, time out for a second. Chicken. Yeah. Did I did I say his name right? Is it Chris Deli or Chris Delia? Delia. It's oh, important. It's important to get you this right. You don't want to offend that guy. <laughs> yeah. I just knew Weiger would know. Make sure you have that nailed. All right, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we almost went to LAX, it fell apart. And it was gonna be a good it was gonna be a, it was gonna be one of those rare good episodes. Right. Why? Because it was gonna no, be fun. They're all they're all great. Every episode is great. Gore. <sighs> And it just feels like everything feels like a lifetime ago, right? We all know that. Right. But so I remember listening to Gore's show that he did. Where did he go? He went to a sandwich place. We we did a we we did a a Mexican restaurant. We did Poquito of Mas. Right. Poquito Mas. Oh, right. Poquito That's Mas, right. Yeah. So burger, yeah, some burritos. And um Dan was kind of hard on Poquito Mas, which we yeah. uh which made us sad. That's why he's banned. That's why he has not returned. <laughs> he's not banned. <laughs> He picked a place they have work lunch at, which to me, yes. I would, that's like a different animal because that you have a, a different re- work lunch restaurants. You have a whole unique relationship with. I will say this work, work working as, as, as the lunch, as the lunch dude, as the lunch guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I make fun of him for name dropping that bad job he used to have? <laughs> <laughs> as a lunch guy, at the Simpsons, I will say that. He Even, mentions he mentions he works on The Simpsons less than more than I do. <laughs> as as the lunch guy there, I got to say that we we would go to some great restaurants and we would burn them out so 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 fast, like right. places that you really wanted to go. Uh, and Selman, a lot of the first times, this is for real. Selman was was Selman was a foodie before. Foodie was a terrible word that no one wants to be called. Right. But he was, he was, he, I, I went to, um, I, I, I went to the, what's it called? The, bur- the burger, the, that, the big burger place, the place that Umami sucks burger. Now. Umami burger. Jesus. Umami burger I went to because of you, Selman. And then at the Simpsons, I went to Jersey Mike's for the first time. You, mm-hmm. you actually, you gave me the number of, I, I never told you this, but you, you gave me the number of one in like North, like, like North Hollywood. It was so far away. I know. I think I heard you talk about this on a recent. <laughs> I, was, I was I was as, mad about as it a, as a super fan. <laughs> but uh, we, we and would... Patreon and Patreon subscriber, by the way. Wow. So everyone wow. subscribe to Patreon. It's great value. All the extra bonus stuff. We, I please. God bless you. We're I'm review- not begging. I'm not begging. In fact, they're not even letting new Patreon subscribers in. You'd be lucky. <laughs> you be. I think we can just get a few more in. <laughs> We can get a few more in, maybe. I mean, if you hurry, I maybe only at the higher levels at this point. But they are cl- their spaces are running out. Yeah, so, you got to act fast. You got to act fast. Right. I'm sorry, to, but like you know, it's a, a desirable thing to listen scarcity, to us. The illusion of scarcity. Break down the 2000 <laughs> the 2001 film. How high? Um, <laughs> That's gonna be a good app. Uh, Selman. Oh would, my god, I know crazy stuff about that movie. Do you really? Do you? I know guys who did punch up on it. Well, you you got you got to you got to tell. I didn't do it, but I'm afraid the stories have not aged well. You got to you got to you got to tell us post episode so we can take this info in and pretend it's our own. And for the for for the, we're recording it right after this. But Selman, you 
you mm-hmm. you yeah. had you fi- would find the newest you would find great restaurants. I gotta give you credit. Mike. Thank you, you, Mike. you would it, La Serenata is still I love. I, I don't know how what their deal is after COVID and everything. I hope they're still doing okay. But La Serenata at some point, this was a this is the Mexican restaurant that's on Pico on the west side. Mm-hmm. And there there may be a couple of them. La Serenata at some point, I believe, got Gordon Ramsay'd. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. It's it's a crazy the, the, one of the first places I, f- I found uh, I tried uh, mole I had never had mole I had mole there for the first time, uh, uh, but this place we told, would... we told him it was dirt gravy and he was like okay, <laughs> <laughs> but this place that would take a, a very hard place to go to but which was like a a favorite of the Simpsons people but it is a thing with work lunches where you would just wipe out a place that you really liked except honestly right. a place like that you would. We would still hit like on a, a weekly or or every couple of weeks we'd we'd go to, but you you do you do just destroy people like end up hating like a place like Tender Greens, which I like kind of think is good and fine and I like it or Earth Cafe Wags is a better example. I I love Earth Cafe and you worked over at Funny or Die and you you were just sick of that place right like it's just a place that people get sick of. I've never had it, but I that, that I never get, had I get it? the idea. How yeah, is that possible? It. I've just never had it, but I get the idea of, I get the concept, like, and especially because in LA and in the entertainment industry, people are trying to eat very healthy. Uh, and oh, wait, so, it's, well, you, you've never had it because it wasn't, it's not Earth Cafe I'm thinking of. It's, uh, it's the one right next to Funny or Die, and I, and I got it wrong. The, the, uh, which Funny or Die, like, there were, there were three different options. Mendocino, Far- Mendocino Farms. Okay, Mendocino Farms. Yeah, I've had a lot of Mendocino Farms. We've maybe reviewed it on the podcast. I could be wrong. I love Mendo. Mendo is fine, but yeah, if you have it every week, it starts to get tiring. And yeah, people mm-hmm. get people like to eat healthy, so you end up with the same sort of rotation of like your sweet greens, your tender greens of the world, and uh, and those do get very tiresome and just kind of feel like you're just eating for fuel, not for food. Which I guess is fine for a workplace lunch, but sometimes you want a fucking Big Mac. Uh, but it's yes, it, you you absolutely can do that. I totally get the principle. I I, I guess what I'm what. I, my whole thing with with work lunches is I've oh, I've tried so many times at so many different jobs to be the person who brings lunch from home and I can God. never sustain it. You like nerd. like I you do it well that's the thing. You like you do it for a little while but then the social pressures are just there to like go out and eat with everybody if that's what people are doing or order in like order the same thing that everyone's having so that you can like when be have in that you, fucking When have you ever succumbed to social pressure? I feel like you never you you're a guy who never came out to drinks after shows and stuff. You you never succumb to that thing. You succumb to uh, you succumb to laziness. Then like okay. it's like it's it's like a little bit of work to make your own lunch, even though it saves a lot of money. And so it's like I, I've never been able to to stay in that routine. Mm-hmm. And you eat less if you make your own lunch. Generally, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's huge. Well, all our wishes were granted, and now we all get to make our own lunch every day, <laughs> <laughs> and we just eat like. Whatever. I mean, during the beginning, I guess hopefully we're in the sort of end of this endless nightmare, but like the beginning of the end of the nightmare. But like in the beginning of the pandemic, the the speed and efficiency with which I went to like starvation prepper eating with my family Mm. was like, like 24 hours. I'm like, like no one gets to eat what they like ever again. We only eat what's going bad first. <laughs> you know, right? Like, I, if nothing, no, we had, we had to go to a hundred percent food efficiency. So it was just like whatever was going bad, mm-hmm. we had to eat it. That was the when I when I when I came back with my mom. So much, I, I was eating out 
so much in that i during pandemic i still got delivery and stuff like that i i was still doing mm-hmm. that for a while except for like the like month stretch where i just stocked up on on stuff and then but i but i was i was still eating out a bunch and i gotta say that being back my bank account looks pretty looks much fatter wags when when you're in really I'm not now, yeah there's like one two million dollars in there now after not where'd that come from <laughs> there's not two million dollars there's it, it just i'm saving like probably two hundred dollars a week from from wow. now i mean not 200 but like at least a hundred bucks a week Right. right. It can add up if, if you're eating out for every dinner or even most mm-hmm. dinners and, and most lunches. I mean, that's yeah, that's a pretty penny. Now, mummy's making me dinner and I'm saving. <laughs> I'm saving. I'm saving quite a bit. It rules. Are you throwing in for groceries or is mom is mommy getting all the groceries, too? No. And on the other side of it, her bank account is pretty much at zero right now. <laughs> She had to get a, a, a terrifying high interest loan to feed Mitch. <laughs> like she had to third mortgage on the house. Like local local goombas are coming around, <laughs> threatening her for Mitch's. It's worth payments, it. Food she makes some. She makes some. She makes some good dinners, which is I don't know, which has been great. But I still were going out for. She she joined me on this trip to the restaurant today, which was very nice. Wow. wow. We'll get to that in one second, but I, I do want to to touch on this thing you you mentioned, uh, Selman, which is Sorry, you, ha- yes. you had a bunch of fried chicken sandwiches or fried chicken. Right. Uh, so just- I felt like I'm kind of, like I was honored once when you described me in a text as a kind of like one of your fried chicken guys, and so I after I went <laughs> to the restaurant we're going today, I I went to three other fried chicken places to wow. do a, a, a mini a mini one man loser. Tournament of Loser Champions for a <laughs> Munch Madness chicken battle, whatever. And, if, and then there's two others I didn't have time to hit. So I, I of the big six, I feel I only hit four. Mm. But um, I don't know. Watching me just, we can do an incredibly lame bit where I pretend I like only me argues against myself. <laughs> <It's> so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> against like we, we, you rank them, and then I. I you do three, two, one. I don't know. That does is probably boring. It's super boring. Don't do that. <laughs> I think we, Selman. You know that the thing with the show is that we want to fill as much time as possible. I think mm-hmm. that we yeah. definitely have to do mm-hmm. this. Uh, but I, I want to say how untimely we are as far as chicken fight being when it was. When now this year, every single chain has a chicken right. sandwich, and it would be the we perfect the time game. to do that tournament. Yeah, ahead of the game and to the point where we fucked up and it doesn't matter. Well, I think there was, a, you know, we could not have possibly anticipated that Popeyes would yeah. introduce the chicken sandwich and their chicken sandwich would completely revolutionize the sector. Mm-hmm. But it was the Popeyes chicken sandwich one of the ones that you tasted, Selman? It was. What was the full roster? The full roster was, um, and please don't judge me. You know I'm a good guy. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Thou shall not judge you. Jesus Christ. Did you get a text that you were canceled? <laughs> <laughs> that would be certainly something else. <laughs> it's from Chris D'Elia. Welcome to oh, the no. club. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always scary when you get a incredibly long voice message from Jim Brooks. Oh, God. Wow. Watch Spanglish. <laughs> why, is, why are you pushing Spanglish? Um, no, I'm sure he's Peacock I, right now. I, I, he's it's he's we, we we collaborate well together. Um, 
Yes. What was the question? Sorry. So you had the Popeye's fried chicken sandwich. You had the Chick-fil-A one. Chick-fil-A, KFC, and then Raising Cane's. Wow. So I did did not hit the new Burger King or McDonald's yet. So were you having just chicken sandwiches or were you having like, like just any of their, anything goes? Well, I listened to your, your Phil Rosenthal chicken episode, Mm -hmm. which was a great episode. And I, I did hit the sandwich at all the places, but then as a, maybe as a side note, and I don't know if this is something worth saving. No, nothing is worth saving. Um, the the bite of the day, the bite of the mm. of the bite of the tournament mm-hmm. was well cooked KFC original recipe on the bone breast. Wow. wow, that is surprising. I mean, I love chicken fried chicken sandwiches. America loves fried chicken sandwiches. That's very funny you say that because my mom said something very similar. But there's something in that bizarro mixture of chemical herbs and spices and mm-hmm. that biz- crazy pressure cooking system they have that if you have a nice KFC original recipe breast it is like there's just something about it that just something about the bone i don't know how right. the bone unlocks awesomeness like what's the difference it's 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 it's, it's animal it's day it's dead animal flesh no matter how you look at it but there's just something about fried chicken on the bone that has so much more flavor and and resonance <laughs> as a as a chicken eater. I don't know. I'd bet some food a science expert, your Alton Browns, your J. Kenji Lopez mm-hmm. alts of the world, yeah. probably has some explanation mm. for why the bone is helpful. I like bone in because it's because I like the experience of eating it off the bone, but I also feel like it tends to retain like a little bit more moisture. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. And I also no, think a little true. bit more fat. Like the fat can sometimes be stripped away mm-hmm. when you're deboning. But I, but yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's just a whole piece of meat. It's just, it's not, but it's not super processed. That's interesting though, that soared above all the, the sandwiches of the world. I mean, I guess, yeah, for me, so like the winner of my one man loser chicken Tompion uh, battle was not a sandwich at all, but a <laughs> piece of, just a classic KFC, you know, but I mean, obviously, you know, everyone, KFC can, you can get a bad piece and it's gross but a for good, sure a well-cooked kfc is uh is um there's just something special about it. i don't know i don't know um, i'll usually i think a lot of this could probably li- links to you know what what you're where you're from or what you had sure. growing up i'll always lean towards popeyes i feel like the the default popeyes mm. fried chicken is going to be a little better but you can definitely get a, a very toothsome piece from from kfc if it's done right what are you gonna say mitch someone where where did where did chick-fil-a rank for you Great question. Well, they all I'll say all, all four places ranked very high on the on the diarrhea the next day scale. So <laughs> congratulations to to all to all the entrants on that. I don't know how to find, I don't know how to quantify quite the victor, but um you know, another huge component of this of this sector, of this burgeoning sector mm. is uh how quickly you eat it once you buy it. Right. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's I mean, huge. that's like the dirty little secret. They're not dirty. It's, it's the clean secret out of the obvious secret. The non-secret of the fried chicken sandwiches. It's so much better eaten right away. Mm-hmm. It's just, and even like the, the twenty minutes in the car or the DoorDash or whatever, the chicken sandwich is going to suffer. 
Right. So, so the, 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 the Chick-fil-A was very strong. Wow. Also, I'll say this about Chick-fil-A. Like, they have a spice blend. Am I wrong? They have a spice blend in the batter, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe it's seasoned. Where no one else, everyone else just adds a spicy mayonnaise. Right. So the KFC, it's just it's just the the bun and the and the pickles and the and the breast and, and McDonald's, the which I didn't have, but also and KFC and I mean, Popeyes does have spicy chicken, so that's also seasoned in the. Unfortunately, right, yeah. the the more you like the Chick Fil A, the more canceled you are. So <laughs> the next the next the next sandwich you'll be eating is probably going to be at the Cloak and Dagger. Um, <laughs> what is that? The Thomas Middleditch sex? Yeah, club? Mitch, Le- Mitch is on a, referencing the Cloak and Dagger <laughs> club kick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I someone I had the McDonald's chicken sandwich, and I had the KFC chicken sandwich. The new one. Mm-hmm. Here's the, here's how you'll here's how you'll know that you're having one of the new chicken sandwiches if if you're confused at all. It will come in a little bag. All mm. of them now come in the little the foil bag. Mm-hmm. They, yes, all wanna, yes. they all want to come in the foil bag. Is is the mm-hmm. deal? So I've had I've had the I've had the which the Wendy's one actually might be the one that's just actually I think that's in a foil bag too. But I think it might be wrapped. But uh, I had the KFC. McDonald's, Wendy's. I've had like all the fast. I've tried all the fast food chicken sandwiches. And to me, the KFC one is maybe one of the best of the besides Popeye's. I'm not including Popeye's in this because Popeye's I do think is number one. Right. But but KFC of of all like the of all the other places that that copied Popeye's, the KFC one was good. I'm interested to try Popeye's. It was. I mean, I just wish (laughs) I actually I got went to the Slauson Popeye's. Like like forty eighth and Slauson, or as I call it, Cole Slauson. L A L A Street pun. Blaine 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 Capach, uh, Food Street pun. And uh, just by the time I got home, the Popeyes was so soggy I couldn't. I just didn't have the. I should have eaten it in the car. Yes, but I was. A, but I did. My, the family was waiting for their Popeyes. That's to, to your, but your your point is absolutely uh, correct. Like oftentimes, mm-hmm. and it was the case with this week's chain, even though I didn't get chicken, I'm just like, I'm going to park and I'm going to eat this immediately. Why? I'm not going to drive 40 minutes home. I did the same exact thing. I did the same. Wow. We, we we pulled over. We ate in front of the restaurant like monsters. Uh, I, I did, did this. I also pulled over for the, for the, hey, she's vaping. She's vaping. Emma's vaping. <laughs> Emma's vaping. Emma busted. Whoa. Just say no. it's fine. Busted. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god, this just got real. If you're a guest on the Doughboy Show uh, and you uh, you nail Emma when she's vaping, um, I will reward you with a busted. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. Fair enough. <laughs> Why? I thought you were just declaring that you busted yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How many times? How many times has Natalie heard busted? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also. Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun you know that's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. 
When the moon is out, there's never a doubt. The moon is cool. And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm -hmm. With it's three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love, the th I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come on. <laughs> The moon, moon is, is cool. Cool, cool, cool. The cool. moon <laughs> is cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon. And lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun... It's hot, hot, hot. Spoon man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Matt Selman our unofficial fried chicken correspondent, discussing mm -hmm. Raising Cane's, officially Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, founded by Todd Graves and Craig Sylvie in 1996 near the campus of LSU. There's also a UGA, University of Georgia. Yes. 
element to them. My yes. nephews, UGA students. Yeah. And um, so I, I've been to the Athens campus, cool place. I like to think there's a Raising Cane's uh, Go Dogs uh, connection. <laughs> I, I think there is for sure because, you know, the, the Georgia mascot is a bulldog, an actual sure bulldog. Is. It's a living ma- mascot. And it's the same thing with Raising Cane's. Uh, the mascot is a yellow lab named, named Raising Cane. They are now up to Raising Cane the third due to the short lifespan of dogs. Um, I, I, and the, there is a, the, the, I think the Georgia connection is Todd Graves went to the university of Georgia. Craig Sylvie went to the, to LSU and they opened it near Sylvie weirdly has been retconned out of existence on the corporate website, but he's there in other histories. Oh, he's like the, he's like the, the McDonald, he's like the, the Ray Kroc to or the other yes. guys, the Ray Kroc and the, the McDonald's brother. He's like the Roger Avery in the, the QT, uh, verse. Um, and there's a, the, the mean, the menu is very simple. It's just chicken fingers and sides. I mm. will say. And I'm going to let you guys kind of drive this because, you know, this is 2021. No meat shall I eat. I'm I'm staying veg all year. That the app is pretty good, though. Like like I was like I ordered through the app to, for for pickup. Um, I, like I, I pull I did a move where like it was about Jesus. I went to the Torrance location, which is about a 30 minute drive from where I live. So like halfway through, I pulled over, put put in my order and then got back in the car and then and then drove the rest of the way. So it was like pretty much. And it still wasn't even ready when I got there. So I, what I had was pretty fresh. Uh, you but yeah, basically, as as you're actually, basically just doing app reviews this year. That is, that's all you're, you're basically just reviewing every app. This is useful to know. That is useful to know. <laughs> but the app is very good in terms of customizing your order and you can do it for pickup uh, at the drive-thru or in-store. Uh, How come there isn't a Doughboys app itself for Doughboys and then we could, and I mean, I guess, when are we going to talk about Doughboys NFTs also? Because we got to, you know, but that's just let's okay, that'll be for the exclusive whatever. Yeah. By I'm the in way, for all pa- this. Pat- Patreon people, you can we don't have a lot of slots left, but if you want to get on this <laughs> NFT doughboy sales, I mean there's like incredible the the prices for these non-fungible <laughs> tokens of like yes. those images are are going they're they're going crazy. And I think if you get in now, I mean maybe we can fit you in. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to talk to some people. It'll be a, a clip of Mitch uh, with the the first no peeking. Like it'll be just like a still of Mitch, and then the audio from the first time he told the no peeking anecdote will be underneath it, mm-hmm. and it'll be auctioned for like twelve thousand dollars. You know what I think? You right. know you know what I think is going to bring in some good numbers, Wags? Yeah, busted. <laughs> <laughs> So this place is all about chicken fingers and uh, tenders, tendies, call them what you like. Tenders. Mitch Selman, tell us about the chicken. How is the chicken? Why? Mitch, you want to go go first? Mitch, you go first. I would love to go first. Well, well, Selman, so... You you told us that we, we we had to do this place and have we heard about it? And we actually there have been a couple people that we've had on uh that have have loved uh Raising Canes. Marcy uh, Jaro, I believe, our uh, great Doughboys guest, I believe, worked there. Our buddy mm-hmm. Van Roby show is from Louisiana, has a fondness for it. Uh yeah, they our, might be mad buddy, at us for this episode. They de- they definitely are mad at us. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but, we'll do Raising Canes month at some point. How yeah. about a tournament of all Raising Canes champions where you just pit different locations against each other. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when I heard Raising Cane's, of course, immediately I was scared because I was thinking of the John Lithgow movie. Mm. Uh, Oh, right. Spelled differently, C-A-I-N. Have you ever seen Raising Cane, Weiger? The Lithgow movie? Uh, Yeah, I have, actually. 
How was one it? of the weir- one of the movies my parents weirdly owned on VHS. I never <laughs> understood why. <laughs> um, but this place, let me tell you, I, I, I had been hyped up going into it, and and the chi- you know the chicken sandwich wars, and you know fried chicken is we're almost we're about to come out of it. I think we're coming out of the chicken sandwich wars. There's going to be a new thing mm. at some point soon, euros or something. Something's happening. We're oh euros is a good call. It's gonna it's gonna change over. Euros euros will be next, but um, but giant pickles you cut with a bread knife. That's it. Could just be giant pickles. <laughs> giant pickles. You just slice. You slice with a knife, and then it fills your whole plate. You eat it like a steak. That 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 could be it. I mean, I, not. you you have predicted. You predicted the rise. <laughs> you predicted the rise of the burger. So it, it, of the burger, I did. I called it. No one the else gastro knew about pub, this. The gastro pub, high class, high end burger, burger, which was you know right. at, at fancy restaurants and then bled its way into fast food chains and, and chain restaurants, sit down chains. I wonder if there will be like a. Because, you know, it's always like the the kind of uh, the, uh, you know, kind of the mainstream becomes like the, the elevated version. And then that becomes like the new version, of the mainstream version. We saw that happen with the burger and the chicken sandwich. I wonder if we could see something with like a McRib type sandwich, mm. like some sort of like like a barbecue pork sandwich. If that's maybe what we what could be on the horizon. Well, I got to say this about I, I think that that might be too hard because I think that with barbecue, it's just that thing of like, yes, it's it's that's it's, true. The chicken sandwich is just simple, and it a, a burger is a burger is pretty simple. It's just a, it's just a you can get it and you, you can eat it in your car and and it's in a, and it's just it's easy to consume and whatever and it's classic. And I gotta say this about Raisin Cane's, it is just a very stripped down, very simple menu. There's there's not that much you can even really order, um, and and I I think that it lives up to the hype, Wags. Wow. I, I had a bite of this. My mom said, so I, I, I had, I, my mom and I drove over. We went to the, the only Raisin Cane's that's nearest, which is, which is near BU. It's, it's on Commonwealth Avenue and it's, and it's, and it's, it's a uh, Comav far way down. Emma and I were talking about it before this, but uh, it's, it used to be a McDonald's. Daniel told me that he hates it because it used to be a McDonald's and it made him mad because it was a good McDonald's. Oh, um, wow. But, uh, but, it's it's right in the BU area. I, I drove over there. There were a lot of young college kids. It made me feel old. Uh, there were there were a lot of kids running around there, and a lot of them went in the, there to 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 get some raisin canes. It was it was it was packed with college kids when I was there. Uh, I blended it in pretty easily, but um, <laughs> I uh, I ordered the Caniac combo. Wags. Should mm. I should I just get into what I got? Please, this, please do. Do it. Am I do early? It. it feels early. No, no. Not at all. After the breaks, right. when we get into the food, we got these two we breaks. Got, now. We got the whole NFT combo after this. We're gonna, I'm gonna break <laughs> it down. We got Dogecoin, Ethereum. I got I got takes on all the crypto. Ooh, Dogecoin. Wow. What do you think about Cardano? It's the new one on the scene. Oh yeah. Doesn't like it, Cer- it seems. It's certainly not none of this is certainly ever gonna destroy the world we know that (laughs) (laughs) well i got myself i got the uh the caniac combo which is you know canes which is you know raising canes it's the caniac Mm. combo Mm. um first of all the the uh the woman who was working behind the counter was extremely nice young probably a college student i have no idea but she was very nice and i was trying to tell her my name and I had I I was double masking wags. I double ma- I've double masked anytime I mm-hmm. go into a, a a restaurant or a store or anything to pick anything up. 
And uh, and there was a big communication break. And I went. I said Mitchell for some reason. She was like, "What's your name?" And I said Mitchell. And then she, she there was a big communication breakdown. She was laughing at me, and I was like spelling out my name. It was just a, a disaster. But I said, "I want the Caniac combo, which is six chicken fingers, crinkle cut fries, two cane sauces, which we'll get. To, we'll of course talk about the sauce, of Texas course. Texas toast, mm-hmm. coleslaw, and a large fountain drink or or tea, sweet tea or tea." And I or, or lemonade. It's a and big I, and they, combo. They uh, it's a big combo. But my mom was there too, so I got the, I got the lemonade with that drink because they make their own lemonade in house. Um, and I also asked. I said, "Can you get a sandwich on its own?" Because I don't, I don't know how it works here. I was like, "Is it just combos?" Is because basically everything that they list is kind of just combo based. Yes. And I was like, "Can I get the chicken sandwich by itself?" And she's like, "Of course." And so I got the chicken sandwich as well to try that out. Uh, I also got myself some ketchup and some hot sauce to go along with that. Which they do have Heinz ketchup, by the way. They do have Heinz ketchup. They have dippable, they- dippable. The thing that felt like the ketchup of the future, which Wendy's was doing for a while, the 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 Heinz ketchup that you can you can open up and dip into, or you can squeeze out. Now I don't love know if these are, are are I love them too. I don't know if they're environmentally sound, Wags, but they are. They 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 are very handy if you're eating in your car, right. which my mom and I were about to do. So. I got a few of those. Definitely less destructive than NFTs, at least. Yes. (laughs) And they're Louisiana hot sauce. Um, I bit into that sandwich first. The sandwich almost is, I almost wouldn't suggest getting the sandwich because it is just the chicken fingers with lettuce on a bun and the sauce. There's like not much to it. But from that first bite, I was like, damn, these tenders are juicy. There's no why you're not going to bite into any bone here, but the juice is the juice is loose still. The juice wow. is still loose within these in these in these tenders because they were just juicy and crisp and felt a little bit lighter. That was my mom's my mom's thought about it. She's like, this just doesn't feel as heavy as Popeye. She liked it better than Popeye. She liked the chicken sandwich better That's than Popeye's wild. chicken sandwich. That's and wild. So we were we really enjoyed it, but for me, once once I got into those tenders, that's where I was. I was really happy, and I was happy that we were parked right in front of this Raisin Cane's because, or to the side of it, really. Even though the college people were gawking at us and and thought I was a weirdo with his mother eating these chicken tenders in the car, I looked like a monster. Why is that cool? Why is that cool college kid eating with his mom? <laughs> <laughs> we should you know, all the, be doing this. This is. I cool. think. That, I think that guy must row crew. He, oh, he definitely <laughs> rows crew. <laughs> hey, why are you with us, crew guys? You know what, Selman? I actually what? saw, but I saw some rowers as I was I was as I was taking a, a taking the right towards uh, towards Com Ab. Yeah, I saw some uh, some rowers uh, on the Charles River. Wags, they were they were rowing down the river. I think if I was in a, in a if I was in a boat now, it would be there would be some problems. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I would massive either... massive Charles River flooding. <laughs> I just thought I would Suez Canal situation at the Charles River. <laughs> The, Ch- the Chuez Canal, Blanca Patch. Um, I think I would shoot the coxswain out of the boat like a fucking. <laughs> um, but I, but I, uh, we saw, yeah, we saw some rowers, some some young rowers, and uh, and uh, we 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 went over there. We ate, we we were eating this, and we were having we were having a blast. Wags, it was. I thought the chicken tenders were very very tasty. The Texas toast was delicious. And I'm not like a Texas toast guy. That's not like a big thing in Massachusetts to have Texas right. toast. It's not like a normal side. But it was fun to eat it on its own. It was buttery and delicious. And then also to wrap up a little chicken finger and dip it in the and dip it in the sauce. Um 
my mom, my mom, who's a bit of a uh, um, uh, coleslaw snob, mm. she was enjoying the coleslaw. She thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. Head and shoulders above the the KFC coleslaw, which I had recently. It was just, it was, it was much better. Mm. Interesting. You know, I, I read on the KFC website that KFC hand dices all their coleslaw on location. If that's true, that is a giant waste of time and resources. Yeah, because it does not and taste- probably. And probably a huge exposure to food-based contaminants unnecessarily. <laughs> Just make it in a factory, send it to the KFs. That's probably what they do. That website was lying. I, it, yeah. it, they, it, I mean, if you told me that Canes was doing that, though, I would believe it because mm, it is crunchy and it's very good. Well, um, Canes claims that they make it daily. They make their coleslaw daily in-house. And they also, right. cl- they also you know, they – they're very for, upfront about they use always fresh, never frozen Wendy's style uh, chicken, and mm-hmm. they they bread and fry it to order. Well, it makes yeah. sense. You can taste it. It tastes it's juicy. It tastes fresh. It tastes like my mom said. It just tasted lighter than Popeyes. She liked it better than Popeyes. I was I was having a great time with it. I used some of that Louisiana hot sauce. I dipped mm-hmm. those crinkle cut fries into the uh, into the the ketchup, and honestly. Everything was good. There wasn't a thing that was bad. I had I had no critique where I was like, this isn't good. The lemonade, when I first tried it, I was like, hmm, this is store-made lemonade. It's not my favorite. It's a little sweet. And then as I went along, I really enjoyed the lemonade, too. I mean, everything was just was working. And I got to say this, too. It looks like a fun place to eat. If 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 BU was up and, and running like usual, it seems like it would be a fun place to kind of go in and hang out and have a meal. So right. Uh, I got to just say it. It knocked it out of the park. I was right near Fenway Wags, and I get it. it was a home run. Wow! Over the monster. Uh, I, l- wow. Let me let me ask you this real quick, Mitch. Did, did you like? How was the seasoning? Like, how was the breading? Like, because you talked to you, you commented mm. on the tenderness and the juiciness of the chicken, but how was the 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 coating of it? And the coating of it was like was was light. It was it was it was it was light, but thick enough that it didn't like wasn't completely falling off or anything. It was got it. It was it was kind of it was kind of perfect. I I, I wow. it, it was great. It was great. And Nick, as wow. a former BU student, I took one summer class there. I was pretty proud to have it in if you if you were a college student, you had this right in your neck of the woods, it would be my go-to spot. It was fantastic. What class did you take? Oh no. Uh intro to chicken fingers. <laughs> 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 uh, so in your experience yes. at, at Raising Gains well I I gotta say I, a lot of what Mitch is saying jibes that's right mm-hmm. it jibes with what my experience was wow you know I drove to the Hawthorne mm-hmm. location in Torrance mm-hmm. and it was interesting because it was kind of like it was sort of like a road of sad old chains that aren't like the hottest chains like Del Taco no offense oh boy uh um, He's mad. Know, El Puyo Loco, Sizzler, Coco's, right. like a lot of Boston Market. I didn't even know that existed. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some okay ones too. So I'm driving down there and I'm like, I know the reputation of this place. The reason I'm excited is like, this is kind of like the in and out of Chicken Fingers restaurants. Small menu, super devoted fan following, kind of a, you know, kind of a phenomenon. Like I want to know what the whole... I want to experience the, the experience of the, the frenzy. So I purposely went at prime time, which is like 5.30 on a Saturday night. Wow. And I wanted to, I want to, I want to let your 
listenership and your Patreon listenership. I don't want to leave out any details. And so I got there at 534 and the line was you had one of those situations where like you saw the line and kind of had to drive around the block just to get into the line in the right way. Oh, no. Because, you know, I mean, I would never cut in. Line. Yes, that would be. Was it was there, was there was there a drive through Salmon? Yes, yeah, so I was doing the drive through. Oh wow, there was no, there was no drive through at my location. I will say that there was a drive through. I mean, you know, it's SoCal Living, right, Nick? Hell yeah. So, so um, Jesus, the, but like clearly this place is so popular. They had made they had made custom signs to ask people in line to be courteous of of the driveways of yeah. other people, including a sign reading, "Please do not block South Bay Montessori Driveway." But like with the logo, like a nice sign, like a nice sign saying wow. leave this driveway open. So, they're, so it's a considerate, they're being considerate to their neighbors, their educational neighbors in the Montessori community. <laughs> um, so got in line 534, not in a rush, listening to an audiobook. I get, get the food at 623. That's like wow. almost 40. But I'm not in a hurry. I'm, I right. know, I, I knew what I was in for. I'm, Saturday yeah. night, 5.30, Torrance, baby. They're not fucking around. <laughs> and uh, It's a swingers you know, outtake. It, it, it does have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, if I, okay, Patreon listeners, <laughs> if you ever want, I have a great takedown of the movie Chef, by the way. Well, we can save that for later or edit it out. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I would love, I would, I would love to, we should review it. Though I don't know what flaws you could find in a movie where John Favreau, that John Favreau wrote, directed, and stars in, where he is the center of a love triangle between himself, Scarlett yes. Johansson, and <laughs> Sofia Vergara. Okay, that's sort of the that's sort of the logline of the of the takedown. Okay, <laughs> not, but, but not, not not okay. Here it goes. Not only that, but like Robert Downey Jr. plays the the husband of his ex wife Sofia Vergara, who's still in love with him, who also thinks he's the coolest guy in the world. Yes. Um. The premise of the movie is that he, he himself makes a Cuban sandwich food truck that he takes the recipe from his Cuban friend, John Leguizamo. He becomes a Cuban restaurateur somehow. Right. And, and Leguizamo's cool with this? He's so cool with it. <laughs> the, the attitude of every character in the movie is you're the greatest chef in the world. Sort of like swingers. Like you just don't know how great you are. That's yeah. his arc having people telling him he's great going to realizing how great he is. And the one person who doesn't like him is the food critic, Dustin Hoffman, or I don't know who, I don't know who plays him. Oliver Platt, one of those guys. And I think it's but by the end, by the end of the movie, that guy is co-opening a restaurant with him. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and then in the so, post-credit uh, sequence, he sucks him off to completion. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's it's a, it's an odd movie. Also, you can kind of tell because like Robert Downey Jr. is in it and it, it's clearly a favor because yes. the way his coverage is shot, he's like, like they're clearly using a body double for all of his reverses. They just had him for like an hour just to shoot his side of the dialogue and then he got the fuck out of there and then they were just uh, hey. shooting over some a stunt double shoulder. I got no problems with uh with John Favreau. I'm, no, no, he's great. I like Favreau. I'm angling to get in a... a Gamorrean guard role in, in Mandalorian. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch is the only guy that they had to ask to lose weight to play a Gamorrean guard. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, guys, fa soon fat jokes are going to be a thing of the past. Mm, so might yes. as well get him, get him in under the, under the wire. Probably yeah. might, in fact, it might've already happened, but, um, yeah, yeah, sorry, you, you, yeah, 
You're you gotta head to Cloak and Dagger. It's over. Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> I I I I did. I, you know what? I'll say it on here. I auditioned for. Uh, I I got to audition for a Star Wars. I auditioned for. Uh, it's not cool to say you audition for something when you don't get it, right? That's not a sure. fun thing. No. Uh, but it was. I auditioned for a bad guy for for the Obi Wan show, and I and I think that it would have been a prosthetic. I think it maybe would have been a some sort. I think they would have made me a pig man in some way. I'm sure they would have. Well, wow. there are a lot of c- comedians in in the Favreau Star Trek aver- Star Wars averse. There's a lot of funny, you know, people. So I, you know, I think they'll probably keep you on their go to list. I think that yeah, I, th- I think there. I think sadly that most shows I would audition for, they would just decide to dress me up as a pig man, no matter what, whether it's in the Star <laughs> Wars universe. Right, right. You're doing a an episode of CBS's Mom. <laughs> I auditioned for a uh, a droid voice, and they said I wasn't human enough. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> so yeah, the okay. the you mentioned In and Out Burger, and I that was absolutely the comparison that I had in my head when I visited this exact same location on a Sunday at mm. around lunchtime, which was also a very happening hopping uh, you know time to be at Raisin Cane's. The drive-through line curling around the block. It was like it was it was wild how far it was stretching back. It reminded me of an in-out burger. And yes, the driveway signage. They had one driveway that was blocked off as exit only, just because yep. there was no way to manage the traffic for people who are parking for, uh, you know, d- not dining in but dining at the outside tables or or just picking up, which is what I was doing. It was it was madness, and I was I was astonished by how popular it was. So yeah, there's, and it is fun to go to a place with that in and out. Everyone's excited yes. to be there, you know. They're they're they don't mind waiting, like, and then you know they were. I think they took a a page from In and Out's book. Do they have a book where you know they have the people kind of with you in line, giving mm-hmm. you a menu. Love that. You know, you know, taking your you know iPads and getting the menus in early, so getting the orders in early. And you know, all the and all the employees did also look to be having fun, which is something I always look for in a fast food place, and you usually see that. At In and Out as well, that there's kind of a good convivial spirit with the workers. Yes, right. I, I, you know, oddly, I, I didn't. I, there were people in there, but I, I did not have a. I also went during the day. It was like two thirty, maybe on on a on a Friday. So I or no, not a Friday on a uh, whatever Saturday. So it was not. It was not that crazy. Um, but. But enough people in there, and but they also they moved pretty quick. Wags like uh, I thought my order would take a while. It did not take long at all. Um, yeah, they seem to have a good system for you know, and for people who are ordering there, people who are picking up from the app as I was, and then the drive. It seemed all very very well organized. Jesus uh, which Christ, is, you know, I was there yesterday, and in my head I just said on a Saturday. It was there yesterday. It was a Monday. I was there two thirty on a Monday. Tuesday, yeah. Uh, let me let me. I told you that I, there was a little uh, miscommunication with. Uh, how I was spelling my name, and this is this is the end product. A Mitch, a Mitch communication. There was a there was a Mitch <laughs> communication, and that is that is how that's how that's how my name ended up on the on the cup. Mitch uh, shared his cup, and it it is Mitchia L M I T C H I A space capital the, L. Look at those hearts; they drew hearts in there because we were getting along, and I knew that I fucked up. I maybe actually spelt it that way to her. I think I I think I fucked that up. Forgot uh, how to spell your name. <laughs> Just panicked. Wags, there's mm-hmm. something we got to talk about here. Mm-hmm. And Selman, I, I was saving it for you. 
Should I should I do my quick review first? I do food? I do want to hear your thoughts on the food. Yes, but I'm happy yes. to do it anytime. Well, I want you to include this the sauce. Okay. We yeah. have to talk about the sauce. The sauce. Okay, it's important okay. to talk about. Okay. Well, I I completely agree with Mitch in his assessment of food. I do that. They apparently they only use that strip of the chicken breast, which is the kind of the natural tender. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the big main chunk of the chicken breast that they make like the fried chicken sandwich out of at a Wendy's or whatever. So it's, and it did, I would say it did have a, the, the was a nice fry, a really nice fry. And there, mm. the batter is not too heavy. I would say it almost has a tempura like quality. It's a and great so it's, down. it's a, thanks man. And uh, <laughs> my, I'm just thinking about how bad mine sucks. Everyone says, would, I if, just say it's if good. If you had said tempura first, <laughs> I was going to fucking kill myself. Um, <laughs> I got the sandwich and a whatever one of the a bunch of a bunch of the tenders and the fries. There's nothing else to get. Mm-hmm. Um, the sandwich is just the is just the the tenders in a bun. But I mean, to me, the bite of the day was the tender and the toast. Making a sandwich with the mm. toast as the bread. Someone that might get my bite of the night is what I. But you know what? It was daytime, so right. Uh, did we have an alt for that, Wags? Where's blank patch? Um, oh, Blaine. <laughs> Eat of the week? Eat of the week? Is that what you said? Yeah, Eat of the week. God, you must have disappointed Blaine so much in that room. Jesus. <laughs> just taking my laptop out of my hands, just fixing my work for for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, for me, Selman, I think that is, that for me is probably the same thing. That buttery... That buttery Texas buttery, toast. The Texas toast is good. It's so good. I mean, and this again, like I'm going to repeat myself. If you're going to go to Raising Cane's or any of these places, just pull over and eat it. Yes. Don't go anywhere. Don't the 20 mm. minutes I feel would be a disaster. 100%. With this place. And again, that's that's just the nature of a fried food. And it's fresh fried. Mm-hmm. It, there's no there's no magical super fry that can that that someone could invent that then half an hour later is going to be good. So anytime you go to eat fried food, you should eat it sadly by yourself in Hawthorne, pulled over in a neighborhood <laughs> or with your, or with your actual friends in the restaurant. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to indulge with fried food, that's my takeaway for everyone based on eating these four, uh, world destroying sandwich restaurant, uh, foods is just, if you're going to get fried food, just eat the fried food right away. Mm-hmm. Don't Full, wait to fully eat agree. it. Otherwise, don't agree. get. Otherwise, don't get fried food. You can. The burger will travel. Everything, yes. A lot of foods will travel. Yeah. For for me, it was like a twenty three to twenty five minute ride back to my house in Quincy, and I. It just would have. It would have. The food would not have been nearly as good. It would have. It would have. It would have taken it down. Where where I'm leaning pretty high on the score right now. Wow. But mm-hmm. it was great. Wags. It was great. And I. And, and, and to get to the sauce, I think the sauce is fantastic, and I think that is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, is that the sauce has the sauce has to be good. Well, the sauce was so much of my experience, and and for those of <laughs> you who haven't had the sauce, it's kind of you know it's like a pink, so a thinner than a Chick Fil A sauce, but kind of similar in in composition. Uh, the 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 recipe is top secret, but it's been leaked as some combination of mayo, mayo ketchup, garlic salt. Worcester and black pepper, and there is a lot of black pepper in it. I thought there was maybe some cayenne or something to kick it up because it does have a little bit of spice, but I guess it's just got, it's got that much black pepper. Yeah, I mean it's not overly sweet, unlike most sauces. So that's a right. nice 
change of pace. Mm-hmm. I'll just say I thought the sauce was great. I really liked it, and I and the sauce, you know, it was it was unique. I like the little bit of a of a kick because I am something of a heat seeker. And I thought it worked well with the crinkle cut fries, and I thought it worked well with the Texas toast. I needed something to dip that Texas toast in because just having it by its lonesome was a little bit plain. Uh, but as what a you, what the as a sauce topper, I got here's what I got. I got everything that's not chicken. I got crinkle cut fries. I got the coleslaw. I got the Texas toast, and I got the cane sauce. And then I also got the uh, the I, I got myself a drink, half sweet tea, half unsweetened tea. I ordered it on the app. I went there. They handed me a cup to fill my own drink, which I have not done in like a year. I have wow. not been in a situation where I could fill, use the f- soda fountain on my own in so long. Even at 7-Eleven, they'll just like, they f- will fill the slurpee up for me uh, or the big gulp up for me for hygienic reasons. This location in Hawthorne, I guess they were like, all bets are off. Wow. Yeah. Um, Sounds dangerous. Did, so, I mean, I was scared. Scared for my life. Did you just do a 50-50 mix yourself? I did a 50-50 mix myself, myself, and I'll say this. So the sweet tea is made with cane sugar. I like, mm. and I can't believe I haven't come up with this on my own the, before seeing it in the the Raising Cane's app as an option. The idea of having, because oftentimes sweet tea is just too sweet for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a whole lemonade is a little too sweet for me. That's why I invented the uh, the, the Nick Weiger, which is no. a, a third lemonade and two-thirds iced tea. No, you but didn't. The, mm-hmm. But the uh, half sweet tea, half unsweetened tea, it was good quality tea, and this was nicely balanced where it wasn't punishingly sweet. And I, I thought it was a great accompaniment. I re- I, you know, I like the fries. The fries were, fre- were clearly fresh. They were a little under-seasoned, but you know, because you have the sauce, that, that, that does a lot of work. Got to mm-hmm. give a shout out to the ice in that drink too. They have some nice crushed ice. <laughs> they do have quality ice there. Yeah, they have like we the pellet a, ice. A Patreon only show where you just review the ice at restaurants. <laughs> we actually sadly we, have done we, an it's ice been episode. done. Yeah, it's we did a nice episode. Nice. <laughs> and the guest we booked, uh, Jackie's, did not like ice, so we completely <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> now, Wags, is there not like a grilled cheese sandwich sort of deal there, or what? No, they don't have anything. They don't. Oh, you wow. would think that they maybe have like a, a Texas toast grilled cheese sandwich or something, mm-hmm. but no. They, they it's it's a very unfriendly to vegetarian place. Like if someone was going to Raising Cane's, if the if the lunch group was going to Raising Cane's, I would get my own lunch. I would hopefully have brought my lunch from home that day. Well, it's also that it's a very simple. Like I said, it's 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 like a it's like an early McDonald's menu or something where it is like here right. are the here are the things we have and that's it. That's what you get. And I kind of appreciate it in some ways. Oh, I love a streamlined menu. Simplify. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Gordon Ramsay earlier. That's a Gordon Ramsay principle. Mm-hmm. Get your just, get your menu down to what you do best, and that seems like do they're one thing well. In exactly. That seems like what they're doing. One hundred percent. But now, did you did you even did you were you even able to order vegetarian, or did you have to order chicken and throw it away? No, you can order it. You can order the sides a la carte, okay. at least in the app, and I'm sure in store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure they thought I was out of my mind yes. that it was going to go to all this trouble just to get their fries and their coleslaw, but. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was it, it was an exercise. I mean, would you say that a, the fries were okay, but like in and out a little bit like maybe their Achilles heel as well? They're not the star of the show, I don't think, but sure. I do th- I think I do think that they're good. I, I like a I like crinkle cut, but like I I think there's only a to a certain point where crinkle cut can be good and then that's it. Like, I feel like other fries, like McDonald's fries, wags, we talked about it, are perfect. They won the tournament. McDonald's sure. fries won the tournament. And I think that there's like, you can have different tastes with regular fries. And then crinkle cut fries always kind of just taste similar to me up to a certain point. 
I, I love crinkle cut. You know, Del Taco like was was mentioned earlier, and Del I Taco like I think does the best crinkle cut fry. Shake Shack does a good crinkle cut. I think they do a good crinkle cut here, and, and I will say that they were they were clearly cr- freshly fried. Uh, they were piping hot. They they were kind of soft in the middle. They were crispy on the outside. My only critique was that I I agree that they're not the star of the show, but my only real critique was that critique is I I think they could have used some more salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean overall seasoning might be an issue at this restaurant that they yes. tend to under season. Uh, the, also the tenders were a little bland, although it was a beautiful tempura like fry if we established. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tried to engage the Raising Cane's Twitter feed to get a, a little bit of feedback as whether they would consider mm-hmm. a, a spicy tender with a spicy batter. Oh, that'd be fun. No response. They ghosted mm. me. Oh my God. Were you they, blocked? They, they ghosted me. Yeah, they blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or even like a spice powder that they could like right. shake on top. I feel, again, if they said something that they innovated, I think, nicely with the sauce being a not traditional, super sweet, overpowering sauce. Maybe they could do something in the spice area would be nice. But no, 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 no uh, feedback on that. Wow. Uh, well, maybe that's losing some points for them then. They they're, 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 they sound a little stubborn, Wags. Yeah, could yeah. be. Though, again, you know, they are they are have a, a they have a streamlined, efficient a business model, and then that's what they're going for. You know, but like what In-N-Out has that Raisin Cane's doesn't have to my knowledge, which I'm going to, sh- if anyone at Raisin Cane's is listening to this, a secret menu, mm, you know, mm, you, have yes. a, you have a solid, sm- small menu, things you do excellent, devoted fan base, people, it's a kind of an experience to go there, just like In-N-Out, but then there's these things that make you feel like you're in the club, the Cloak right. and Dagger Club. Mm. And <laughs> so- you know, what if there is like a secret, a secret spicy salt or a wacky sandwich you can make or a fry chicken combo with some kind of mystery goo that they don't have or use the sauce on sauce nachos? I don't know. Right. Everyone loves to feel like they're part of a secret thing. Mm-hmm. Cloak and, and also and that so- from a vegetarian perspective, that could help because in and outs. Mm-hmm. It, the the grilled cheese you can get at an out burger, which is a great sandwich. I actually really like it. I've get I get mm-hmm. it. I've gotten it with some frequency this year. Is on their secret menu. But if you get it again, you know if you're going with a bunch of people in an out burger, if that's the place, you can get you and you're and you're not eating meat. You have an option. Yeah, I mean everyone loves a secret. It's true. <laughs> well, we should get to our final thoughts. Final thoughts on raising canes. So, uh, Selman, you've been on the show before. You know how this works. We'll each go around, give a closing argument, if you will, and end by giving it a score from zero to five forks. Tines are up for grabs as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Selman, your thoughts, your fork score. I mean, I look. I know Doughboys has a, a thriving cinematic universe, and I'm such a small part of it. But I am. I do believe I'm the one <laughs> that I first proposed the Tines. Many years ago, and I whenever 100%. I hear hundred percent, whenever mm-hmm. anyone mentions a time, I don't want credit, of course, but I feel a little warmth in my heart. So, uh, just to, anyway, to sum up, I ate it, eat it right away. A great fry, a nice tender piece of meat. Mm-hmm. Could have used a little more seasoning. The fry with the toast, it's a bite of the night, chew of the dude. That's not good. <laughs> That's bad. That's pretty good. Chew of the dude? No, I liked no. it. For us, okay. you gotta you gotta think about who you're talking to here. This is right. yeah, our bar is uh, extremely low. You know, I love I love the kind of we do one thing, we do it really well. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to give it three forks, three times. Wow. Three out of four, three wow. out of four times. So wow. man, I'm, I'm shocked. Just on the outside, the Golden Plate Club looking in, but a very, I very good score. score. From the man I will now call the Tyne Father, Matt Selman. <laughs> wow. Oh that, oh, that makes me feel so good. Because his... <laughs> Because his pun was so awful that <laughs> <laughs> this is the level we're talking of here. I can't even beat Tyne Father. That's great. Um, Wags, I'm shocked by Selman's score because this is the best thing I've eaten for Doughboy since I've been back in Quincy, probably. Wow. Wow. I mean, you, like, ate it, you ate it right away, which was super smart. Which, I mean, like, what? I mean, we had Wendy's. I, of course, love Wendy's. But. This was this was this was such a delight. I really enjoyed it. They let my mom go back in and use the bathroom, which was nice. Uh, Most places don't do that. That's a time right there. <laughs> I love raising canes the way Weiger's parents love raising cane. C A I N. I love okay. this place. <laughs> <laughs> I I love this place. I I I like that it was stripped down. For me, I would like that. It's just simple. Here's what it is. Um, I, I, I really, I was really, I was really blown away by the, the chicken tenders and the, and the Texas toast. I thought everything I had was good. And a big part of it was that sauce being good. And the sauce is good. And it's they a complicated s- sauce. Let's just say it. It's it, not a simple sauce. It's no, not a not simple sauce. And, and they, and, and, and a lot of it, the place being good hinges on the sauce and the sauce is good. They, they, they do it. Wags. It's a, like I said, it's a home run. It's 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 five wow. forks for me, Wags. Five, five forks. forks. Wow, it's five forks. Selman, I can't believe that you didn't Golden Plate Club it. I was shocked. I I I said I said to I, I, know, I, I just tried to like I tried to just think I one of your guests had a great like four system ranking system, and I don't remember the guest or the restaurant. I think it was a buffet. It's a mm. long this is a long time ago. And I just was thinking like I thought it was great. If like if I had to get a a drive through you know experience mm-hmm. i would definitely want this but it, i didn't feel like it was on the same level of like an in and out where every time i see it i have to fight the urge not to go in you know what i mean mm, right like with in and out like every time you drive by in and out you have to like put your tesla i assume you all have teslas on uh <laughs> on autopilot so it doesn't go in <laughs> Oh, there, there's, that's like Emma. That's part of this like dickhead persona that I tried to establish earlier. In the she's not listening. No, our yeah. our listen. I try. I'm trying to give her context. This kind of like asshole showbiz douchebag, which is no. you know persona that no one thinks is funny or good. And Emma, Emma, it. Emma, Emma, anyway. Emma, Emma had a thought bubble above her head with of her vaping. Right. <laughs> um, there was a dog barking. It distracted me. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. apologize. Anyway, this is not a good character. It's 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 embarrassing. Um, I think I think I think our listeners like are it. nodding along when you're talking about putting well, the Tesla I just, like, in, in I really, I cruise wanna, control. Like, hopefully, we're all going to get vaccinated soon. And like, I gotta take when my, I gotta take you guys to the Simpsons Clippers seats together. We gotta have a Clippers wow. game, right? Wow. I know you're a Laker fan, but yes. We, you guys would go. I mean, I, I've always I've, tried I've, to get, I, I tried to get you guys in, but it's always like I never know till last minute. And Selman, I got them once, and I think maybe possibly through you. It was one of those situations where, for me to get them, they they fell down. It fell right. down a bunch of cracks. I don't know how I I don't know how I got them, but I I went once, and the seats are, the seats are really really good. It's 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 insane. And Mitch, when you got to the arena, when you got to Staples Center, were they like, oh, right this way, Chief Wiggum? 
<laughs> That's Clancy. <laughs> uh, well, good score from good score from Mitch. I mean, I would say the. And I totally get what you're saying. Why did we Selman, review it when you're a fucking vegetarian? It doesn't make sense that we did it now. We no, here's it's my, it's here's my what it fault. Is. It's my fault. No, it's not. It's not your fault, Selman. We we should have reviewed it earlier. We should have reviewed it with you last year, the year before. We should have reviewed it pre pandemic. The you issue is you should have just broken it. You should have eaten a piece of chicken. Here is the issue, Mitch. The issue is this is it's fucking far from L.A. and yeah. that's a reason that in in past times we would just rule something out entirely because. COVID traffic, sure, this is like a 30, 40 minute drive in normal traffic when people are commuting and, and people are driving as much as they need to. And we're, we're regressing that pretty soon. That's a fucking that could be 90 minutes. That could be two hours. That could be, you know, like that, that's a punishing uh, commute just to try some fast food. So that's the reason we, we didn't review it earlier. There just aren't any close to L.A. Hopefully there will be some more locations opening up in the L.A. area soon because it seems like this place is uh, generally very well received and has a lot of fans. And I will say. I will be I'm a I'm a I am a curious. I'm raising Kane's curious right now after this mm-hmm. experience. Because certainly the sauce was the highlight. The sauce was intriguing. The sauce is like, oh, this is something I haven't had before. Uh Selman, I, I am a little bit hesitant because of your comment about the the tendies being a little under seasoned. But that said, I really do want to try it. I really am very excited to try it. So I guess as a vegetarian option, this is terrible. This is a terrible vegetarian option. Uh, I would I would give this one fork or one fork two times. Oh my if I was talking, reviewing it just as a vegetarian restaurant, but, but that's the not Texas how I've been toasted is good. That's not. But what kind of meal is that? I'm having coleslaw. I'm having okay. bread. I'm having <laughs> fries. I'm having all starch for lunch. Like what kind of meal is that? How am I gonna get I'll through my day? I need sounds some like sort some of fucking protein. weird Weiger bullshit that you probably eat no matter what. That said. I'm not going to give it that score because that's not how I'm uh, that's not how I'm reviewing things this year. I haven't been mm-hmm. reviewing things purely from the vegetarian experience. I've just been taking that into account. So I'm going to give this an I. I'm mm. going to give this an incomplete. That's I the boringest shit I've ever heard. I need to revisit Raising Cane's and have the tendies in order to have some sort of actual uh, accounting of how good it is. Could you buy some now and put them in escrow? <laughs> <laughs> Emma's yelling at you, but she was muted. Were you yelling at Nick, Emma? No, I was just miming my my personal opinion of five forks. Was five forks, <laughs> five forks from Emma. Wow. So Emma, when this is from the drive, the cross country drive. Yeah, I d- recently drove across the country with my boyfriend, and we ate raising canes three nights out of the six we were on the road. I think. <laughs> That's a that great And every single time it was consistent. It was hot and juicy and fresh every place we went. It was one of the most consistent experiences I've had. And that's like a that's huge deal. Credit. It's a huge deal. Because like one thing that maybe I didn't act appropriately factor into my review is how bad are the other chicken tenders out there in the drive-through fast food area mm. space? They're probably super shit. You know, they're probably just greasy and chewy and and gross well that was another thing about us that none of them are none of them are like the there's not like the chewy tender all of them were just juicy and no it's just that weird little tender they call it the tenderloin of the breast yeah but i saw that i saw them in the back killing an entire chicken and only taking that out of each and throwing the rest (laughs) of the chicken away (laughs) so it's really but no they they cook it there i mean like I, i mean like in the tender space this has got to be top of the game right if you love tenders the rest are so much worse, I would assume. Right. I, I think you you so often get like the chewy, 
tendery, like muscly part of uh, in a, in a tender. And this, these are like so juicy and delicious. Why did you give it? You gave it an I, and that stands for what? Impotent, incomplete, In- incomplete. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Matt Selman. Our I can't believe you gave an I. Raising Canes. What do you want me to say? You want me to give it five forks just to agree with you? Yes. Here's well, what I'll do. I'll say that my I, in lieu of my I, Emma Erdbrink, our producer's five fork score will be canon for now. So you can okay. you can have give it five forks. Give give uh, whoever's maintaining the Doughboys Wikipedia, uh, put five forks under Weiger, and then put in a parenthetical for via Emma, or or just however you want to annotate that. Selman, Selman, explain was to this, you how to do your job. Was this the first time you had it, Selman? Yeah, first time. Oh wow. Okay. So I I I told the Quincy text chain. I told and I was like. Man, I had Raisin Cane's at Rules. And Who's then on like, that text I, chain? You got Chankton, you got Wu-Tang, Chankton, you got Frailbot. Wu-Tang's there. Yeah, Scoop's got to be in there. Scoop's Chewy, on Chewbacca. there. Scoop accidentally texted the chain good morning the other day, and we all laughed about it for a long time. He just texted good morning. He was meaning to text his fiance, his now fiance. Wow, oh, congrats, Scoop. I, do, I know that. Scoop. Um, but um, but he just texted good morning, and then the chain laughed at him for a long time. Uh, you roasted it, the man, for saying good morning? <laughs> it was very funny. He doesn't speak too much on it, and then he just randomly said good morning. Um, I said, hey, Raisin Cane's is great. And then Matt Glenn, um, mm-hmm. great guy, strong man, union guy. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was in Columbia, I was in the water, and he picked me up out of the water with one arm onto the boat. He is, is extremely wow. strong, the strongest man, the strongest man in the world. And he uh, I, and he was like, Raisin Cane sucks. That's what he said. And then Dano was like, that used to be a McDonald's, and he was pissed about it. And so he had tried Raisin Cane's and didn't like it. I don't know if my five forks is – am I, I know it's been, like, hyped up by a couple people, but do people not generally like Raisin Cane's? I don't know. I don't know what – I think I, I think people love it. I think right, it's yeah. super beloved. It makes sense. I think it was fucking great. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked by, by, uh, and I get it. Why? Three, three, three and three quarters isn't a bad grade. I mean, it's not bad. I just, I, I just, just didn't, it, I didn't just, I just didn't have the yank, fest, the yank factor. 
I'm right. thinking I want to get it again. So I, I, I definitely feel a little bit. I mean, I feel like I could drive past it. I would, I, I could, I'd be okay. Wow. All right. I mean, again, I did my one man sad little loser tournament of champions, and the winner of that was the KFC original recipe breast. Don't forget. That's what my my mom my mom said after all. She's like, I, you know, I prefer KFC, but KFC mm-hmm. we just did it, Selman, and it has it it was not great. It it it, it yeah. it's it's seen better days. So I I think sad. I think KFC suffers from what it seems like Raising Canes does not suffer from, which is locational inconsistency. Sure. That's each each KFC, a- yeah. A lot of it's variants. Also, it's, it's a privately owned company like in and out So it's a family-run right. organization. So I think they're really tough on their – I guess they're not franchisees, but their outlets or whatever. Like they, they're not going to open one and have it be location-dependent like a KFC or even a, even a, a Wendy's or a, Popeye, right. Popeye, 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 Popeye's or a Popeye's. So <laughs> – but they – you know, it's, it's it's I'm 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 curious to see where it, where it goes in the in the years to come. I mean, I originally went with you guys to Buffalo Wild Wings. Great time. That was one of that was the best time. We ate every kind of wing they had, and it, it was fantastic. And then I bought stock in Buffalo Wild Wings. Then it went down. Then I sold it. Then it went way like literally the next day it went it got taken private and went way up. It was a giant financial catastrophe. Anyway, <laughs> asshole. And <laughs> um. <laughs> But I was thinking like, oh man, I would I would open a, a raising canes. Like if someone said, would you want to invest in a raising canes in an area that they thought was underserved by the tender, high quality tender community, you would definitely want to get in on that. It does, it does feel like a play, but then we talk about this all the time is raising canes does have that thing of if they start tossing out a bunch of raising canes in the quality dips, yes. that will hurt that place so much because then it will just be a bad tender place. And that is that's yes. a nightmare. That that Night, nightmare. Yeah. I also think like your Chick-fil-A's, like your your In-N-Out burgers, part of its marketing right now is that each location is hopping. That mm-hmm. and that that each one seems like a scene. Like like, oh, there's a oh wow, look at all these Masta flame coming to Raising Canes. I got to try this place. No, so the I think only if they thing, diluted it too the much. The only thing way only thing harder than getting Raising Cane sandwich is getting a Patreon subscription to Doughboys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like they're like they're disappearing so fast. <laughs> got to get on them. Uh, get in while what? you can. Hey, it's time for a new segment. This is the first edition of Who Had a Cow, Man? Wow. Mm, okay. I've got a series of food-related Simpsons quotes. Hold and up. Mitch and Selman, both Simpsons veterans, uh, are going to guess dis- which character said it. I don't know anything. It. You don't? You're going to destroy me. Oh, my God. So buzz in with your name and tell me which character said this Simpsons food-related quote. And if you can name the episode, you get a bonus point. Uh, uh, these were compiled by our associate producer, the Drop King, Robert Persinger, and to give Mitch a fighting chance, all of these quotes predate Selman's first credited episode. Wow. So they, oh, they yeah, range yeah. from season one to season nine, episode four. Is that better or worse for you, for you Selman? Um, well, it speaks to the great, <laughs> the greater truth that as much as I am so proud of my career and love having had it, uh, the, it will nothing will ever change the fact that the most beloved Simpsons episodes were pretty much up until the day I arrived, and <laughs> you know that's just part of the, one of the complicated you know right. yin yang of the of the universe, and you know you get some things and some things you don't get, and then you know I I love the work I'm doing. I I I understand the relationship our fans have with the classic 
hand-drawn episodes and these sort of HD Simpsons of modern times. And I think there's, there's things to like about all of them. And I, I do not bemoan anyone their opinion. Selman, you, that, you you made my dream come true. You put me in an episode. That's and, true. And, and, put, and yeah, that's put both true. of you in. You put both you, of and then, you, and then you put both. I've been in twice. I've been, I'm a character and myself in the Simpsons world. Yes, that's true. And I, gotta, I, feel like and, Nick, and the, I feel like Nick was like freaked out more than happy that he was on the show. I was well. Okay, so this happened on a Sunday, and I don't use my phone on Sundays. This is yes. like a little bit of uh, uh, you know denial Me. i've been indulging lately and so i the felt person, like nick, I, nick the person I, i'm the person who nick says is hard to communicate with the man doesn't talk he had a weekend free cell phone day this the, the weekend free cell phone two days yes uh, the, just when was it a week or so ago last weekend i normally do just sundays but i was like maybe i'll do it for the whole weekend and you know what it was great I had a great mm. time Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm lucky enough to not have to be on call for anything. So, you know, I could just kind of do that right now. There was a anyway, emergency. What was the emergency? I don't know. I had to figure out where the restaurant was or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it happened on a Sunday. That's when The Simpsons airs, as everyone knows. And so I didn't know about it until Monday morning where I woke up to a barrage of texts uh, from well-wishers. And, and I was – and uh, you guys as well – it was a complete surprise, and so I was just sort of like, well, I was like, wow, I don't know what to say. Wow, this is amazing. I was very surprised, but it was a, it was very, very, uh, very, very sweet thing of you to do. To very me, nice to, but to me, it felt organic to the show in that it was a cool, but old time Sardis, yeah, right bar for for pod for pod, people who are successful in the podcasting world. It was it was so, it was a dream come true. It ru- it it ruled. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's also and then ranked as the the creepiest Simpsons episode, Wags, because you were in there. <laughs> I'll give a I'll, so just to give some context for way maybe why my reaction was what it was. Uh, my family, I told them about it. I showed them the screenshot, and their reaction was, "They really gave you a beard." Because <laughs> I was very, I had a full beard in the Jesus in my Simpsons Christ. form. So I was like, "Yeah, all right, yeah, it's true." This is like when my then, mom gave you a bed and you said you didn't sleep well. Jesus, for God's sakes. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's, that's how families are. Uh, it's true. And Selman, I very much enjoyed the Boston episode I was in and that episode. I thought they were two great episodes. Thank, thank you, Mike. We were, we were, they were doing this to me to be fair so that they figured that you, yes. would know, you, that you would know everything from your time there. But also, I figure I think you're going to still kick my ass on this anyways. But we'll we, All right, we let's will see. see. Well, before, let's find be, out. Before Classic we begin. Simpsons trivia. Um. Selman, were you serious that they really throw away the rest of the chicken at Raising Cane besides a uh, breast? No, no, no. I'm sure they have a <laughs> okay a deal with some pur- purveyor that Nick and Selman can see that my car keys are in my hand right now because I... <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of raw chickens with ninety percent of their carcass thrown out. <laughs> On to who had a cow, man. So I'll say the quote mm-hmm. and buzz in with your name. And then say the character, and for a bonus point, say the episode. All right. First up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where did you get that brownie? Mitch. Homer. Mitch, you are correct. It is Homer. And I'm going to say, uh, can I, can I, does it hurt me if I guess what? Episode? No, there's no negative to it. There's no penalty. I know this, and I don't know where. Um, Didn't he say it to George Harrison? Yes, he did it is George, George Harrison. Harrison. It's it's the wow, Selman. You're right. It's the it's the four top. What is it? The 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 four. What if the answer to all of these was Homer? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It's it's the uh, 
baby on board. What do they call the four the four tops? The, the B It's Homer's the Barbershop Quartet. Yeah, I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the point because you clearly know what you're talking about, even though you didn't know the name. So two points for Mitch. All right, next up. Well, really, I think Selman deserves. Okay, go ahead. No, no. no. All right, give it to Selman. What? You're tied up. No, in, no, you're tied you, up you one piece. I know. I think you that's fair. You, that was that was good. I, I was I was thinking on it, and you and you you got it before me. It's a new ball game. All right. Next up, I'll have a brain burger with extra pus, please. Oh man. I'll have a brain burger with Mitch. extra pus, please. Yes. Nelson. Not Nelson. Fuck. Um. This is only going to make people who pay attention to things think I know even less about their favorite episodes <laughs> and I'm therefore less qualified for my job. Uh, um, Mr. Burns? It is not Mr. Burns. I'm going to say, is this, this a Treehouse of Horror? It must be a not tree. A tri- not a Treehouse of Horror. This is from the Itchy Bart. and Scratchy Land episode. Oh, This fuck. is said by Bart when he's at a concession. I thought it was maybe Bart. God damn it. Bart also right. a good a good guess if you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it. Uh, I could see it. All right, I think you'll get this next one. Money's too tight for steak. Uh, Mitch. Yes. Marge? It is Marge. So I guess. Um and is this hmm Is this the episode where they they ballow their soap together? You know what I'm talking about? Can you about? be more specific? They they put all the oh, Lisa gets a pony. It's not Lisa gets a pony. Fuck. Someone, do you want to guess the episode? I don't know. The episode is Boy Scouts in the Hood. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question. These are harder than expected. Boy, Boy Scouts in the Hood, or is, that's a great episode. Here, here's, the, here's the quote. Here's the grapes, and here's the wrath. Ooh. Here's the grapes, and here's the wrath. I know this too, and I can't. You know, there are a lot of episodes. There are a lot of episodes. There are a lot of characters as well. Mitch. Yes. I'm just going to get this wrong. I know I'm getting this wrong. Rod and Todd. Not Rod and Todd. Fuck. You are right that it is a child. Hmm. Oh, it's said by a child. Bart? I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's now, not Bart. Now, now Nelson. Yeah, it is Nelson, yes. Nelson. So this is Nelson and, Damn it. and Lisa's rival. This is when they're all showing off their dioramas, Damn and he's just job. got some grapes there, and where's the, here's the grapes, and here's the Rathy special with Amber. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Question five. Quote five. Who's up for a big bowl of nonfat ice milk? Flanders. Selman Flanders. You are correct, Selman. It is Ned Flanders. And uh, do you know the episode? Lisa's Li- Lisa the Vegetarian? It's not Lisa the Vegetarian. This is Home Sweet Home Diddly oh. Dumb Doodly. Yes. Where, where they, uh, they, where they adopt the Simpson yep. kids. Fuck. All right, a few more. It's not it up at two apiece. You guys are doing good. I only thing I know less is episodes that I actually wrote. <laughs> <laughs> if you did do- if Mitch, if we did Doughboys trivia, we would fucking eat shit. Yeah. Because I don't remember things I say. Like w- w- when this episode releases. People will be quoting back at me on social media and in the Discord things that I said, and I'm like, "What did we? What is that? What, what yeah. are you talking about?" People, people will the day an episode comes out, people will text me and be like, "That's this thing is funny." I'm like, "I don't know where you're," or they won't say it's funny. They'll say, "You said this yeah. thing on the episode." 
and I will have no idea what they're talking about, and it's something that we recorded within a week or two. I won't remember saying yeah. this. One, I won't remember this quiz at all. Uh, all right, the uh, you're you're not up at two apiece. The next the next quote is, "Poppin' fresh, you glutinous little Mitch. doughboy." Burns. Yes. That is right. It is Burns, and I also it's gluttonous. It's I pronounce it glutinous. Yeah, uh, Mr. Burns. And you know the episode. Um, I do. I know the episode. I know. I know the episode, and I can't think of it in my head. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I think it's, it's the, the pin pals. It is. It is. Te- the episode is Team Homer. The episode team where Homer. Sim- where uh, uh, Mr. Burns joins the bowling team, and he takes. Team he Homer. takes. He's taking. He's on his drugs. Right when <laughs> <laughs> he's taking his drugs, and Homer comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has had ether. Yes. Ether. Uh, all right. That's why I thought it was maybe the X Files episode, but it's it was not. It, he is also hallucinating that episode. So number someone seven, should get a point where it should be three and three, I think. It's right? knotted up at three apiece. Okay. N- number seven. I made enough gazpacho for all. Mitch. Fl- Flanders. Not Flanders. Oh, fuck. Selman. Um, I know who it is. I know who it is. God damn it. I, I mean, I, I could guess, but if I don't know, I'd rather just let Mitch take it. Okay. It's Well, Mitch already got it wrong. But you can, uh, you so- can guess if you want. Lisa? Yes. It is Lisa. Lisa. I knew it. And do either of you and know the episode? Lisa the Vegetarian. Well, the veg- Lisa the Vegetarian, I would guess. It is Lisa the Vegetarian, yes. I'll give you both a point. All right, four or five, Selman has the advantage. Wow. Mm, I, don't feel like, I don't feel like that was really earned, but I'll take it. Next quote. What kind of stew do you have today? Jesus. Man, this is so hard. What kind of stew do you have today? Mitch. Her singer went deep. Yes. Homer. Not Homer. Is it a reference to Bart and the famous mothballs in the beef stew? Is that a guess? (laughs) Sure. It's not Bart. This is said by George H.W. Bush in the episode Two Bad Neighbors. This is him attempting to order at the drive-thru. That's right. Mm. That's right. Jesus, Drop King. Drop King. Okay. We got dropped. (laughs) <laughs> we're getting our asses kicked <laughs> people will be mad at me too they, they'll they, they, they'll be mad at both of us they will be more mad at you that is true but they will be they will also be mad at me they'll be I mad mean, at me too they're yeah, gonna be mad at were, everyone people were very mad recently when we did a, a flashback episode that showed homer having having been been a teen in the early 90s yeah they got really mad and i just i try to explain to people in a really enlightened open spirited way that like we're not retconning anything we're not saying your favorite episodes didn't happen the show's 32 years old the characters don't age right there's just like paradoxes have to exist yeah just have fun take out each episode on its own no one is saying anything didn't happen it's not like one of these shows with a rigorous continuity and so and like you know i don't know like Obviously, you're never going to win these wars in like public discourse. I got, I got a yes. question for you. Were they more mad about that or more mad about the Doughboys appearing on an episode? No, no <laughs> one was mad about that. So I sort of doubled down in that episode. Like, so there was like a flashback of Homer having been kind of a hip hop loving teen in the early 90s when, of course, the, Sim- the Simpsons were in other episodes shown as adults. So I went back and changed the episode in the rerun so that. In the flashback, where Homer is a teen in the early 90s, one of the kids is wearing a classic Bart Simpson 
you know, underachiever and proud of it sure. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> make it even more confusingly <laughs> nonsensical. I love it. I I don't know. You got to embrace that, right? It's like they've I, they've experienced thirty different Christmases. It's like that's uh, with uh, with Bart at the same age the whole time. It's just it's right. Yeah, you, birthdays and like yeah. I mean, if they if all these things had happened to one set of characters, they would be in a mental asylum. <laughs> I mean, we 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 the Doughboys are quickly approaching this in terms of the podcast world where we have been around for far too long. Yes, and we're just fucking. We're running out. We're we 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 gotta. We're gonna retcon some shit soon. Yeah, yeah. We, we hit up Chili's should, Five. We should just start should, from scratch. That's funny. You start pretending the early reviews didn't happen. <laughs> there's just there's redo gonna, the burger tournament. There's gonna be you song two, you song three, <laughs> two song. All right, you've got a, a two more. Okay, okay. Here we go. All right, this is Pretzel Town, pretty boy, Mitch. Oh my god, he's fast. Chief Chief Wiggum. Not Chief Wickham. Oh, fuck. I know this the episode. The, it's that episode where Marge has the tw- twisted. Marge is the, twisted. The, yeah. The twisted world of Marge Simpson. Yes. So she goes and this is Pretzeltown. Pretty boy. But who says it? It's not Wiggum. Let's see. Some Marge is. What's the quote again? This is a pretzel town, pretty boy. But Marge is selling pretzels. I mean, I don't remember who said oh, it. Oh, Mitch. Shit, can, I, can I try it? It is Fat Tony. Damn it. Someone oh. got it in. It is Fat Tony. The context is that they, the mafia gets hired to push out the other food trucks. Right. So that Marge can yes. dominate the, the, the area. All right, one more. Last one. Here we go. Last one. Here we go. Ah, uh, nothing gets chocolate out. See? Ah, mm. uh, nothing gets chocolate out. See? Mitch. Going to go with Homer once again. Not Homer. Someone, you have this clinch, but you want to take a shot? Well, it's not. The fuck? I don't remember. I don't want to lie to the fans. Look, I've seen all the shows at least once. <laughs> I'm a fan too, guys. Just doing the best I can in the HD era. Marge. This episode is not Marge. This was delivered by Chief Wiggum. Oh, in the episode, yeah. I Love Lisa, and yeah. he has chocolate stains on his police pants. Damn. Selman, you have won. Uh, who had a cow man? Though it was close. It was a close margin. You both know your Simpsons quotes, although these were particularly tricky and dastardly ones, courtesy of the Drop King. Just like a restaurant without your feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today we have an email no, from you know Erica. What? No one won that. Not even the listener won. <laughs> Uh, the the listeners won in the sense where they were like there were some Simpsons obsessives who knew all of these immediately mm-hmm. and they're just like they feel either feel proud of themselves or they're just furious at the show. Mm-hmm. So they either won big or lost big. Uh, Erica from Kalamazoo writes, "My question is how to navigate free food and drink from workers at chains. For example, I find this happens to me mostly at coffee shops or bars. An acquaintance gives me a coffee or beer or snack for free." If I am frequenting such an establishment, how do I make it so I don't expect them to give me free items all the time? I'll happily pay or put cash in the tip jar or whatever, but I'm also appreciative. Has this happened to you? Thank you for your wisdom. Wisdom in all caps. They being fucking sarcastic? It seems sarcastic, yeah. Cheese uh, wisdom? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I have. <laughs> I this has happened to me mostly when I'm a regular at a restaurant or a bar, mm-hmm. and then I'll get something for free. And a, a big issue is like I go to a. I, I used to go regularly to this like ca- this this kind of deli restaurant with counter service, and I'd just sit at the counter by myself if I was having an out out meal by myself at an old apartment. And I'd like like sometimes order a bo- order just a glass of wine, even if it was the afternoon. Um, and uh, and it got to the point where like the the bartender there would always be like giving me free refills on my wine. Like I drink like half of it, and then she'd like you know pour it up with like a you know fill it up with like a wink. To the point where, like, I'd find myself drinking like three glasses of wine in a meal, Jesus. and then I was like, "Well, I've j- I've got to just like not drink my wine until the end, or else I'm just going to get completely blasted." Uh, you know, when I'm having a meal here, and then I was just like, "You know what? I'm just going to stop going here." It got to the point where That's they were the like, she was like so That's friendly. Insane. I was just like, "I just got to bail on this. I don't know how to handle this interaction." It seems like a late a late episode Seinfeld B plot that I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would when I was when I was at UCB and going to Birds a lot, um, still in business. Still, by in, the way, still they've, they've Birds made are still it in business. UCB teetering on the edge, um, but uh, people love chicken. I, I, I hope that I hope that I hope neither go under. I don't want either to go under. I think La, did La Poubelle go under? Oh, did I don't they? know if La Poubelle did. I mean, I know and, that La Poubelle was still having people during the pandemic. It was a. Uh, they were fighting off. Uh, they they were they were kind of having people in the restaurant when they shouldn't have been. For those of you not in LA or who aren't familiar with Hollywood, there's there's a strip of the of Franklin Village they call it, mm-hmm. which is right. There's the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater is kind of the centerpiece. It's right across the street from the Scientology Center, so it's a Scientology Celebrity Center, very LA location. And then on this strip are a, a series of mostly obnoxious bars and coffee shops. Uh, one of which is perhaps the most obnoxious is La Poubelle is this fancy uh, French place that just fucking sucks. And then there's there's birds, which is kind of like a more like, oh, you can actually hang out there. Yeah, uh, it's it's Jason Momoa got into a bar fight there. That's the uh, the story from back in the day at La Poubelle. Yeah. Oh, no. At uh, at birds. At uh, birds. Yeah. Wow. Weiger is always yelling out the window of the Celebrity Scientology Center saying, keep it down over there. <laughs> Um, but I, that would be a good. You should do a review of their brunch there. We we did. we did. We we did. never we never we never we didn't call it in. Is we well now? I guess it's going into a main episode. But we went over. Now there. we know it's a secret. Yeah, we're gonna get fucking the, doxed and killed. Uh, the only the a, only way you can listen a Patreon to it episode is on Patreon. Sign up soon. The numbers are running out. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> I heard they were gonna release a few more, but only the high tier ones. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> We we went over there for for brunch and it was an experience. I'll say that much. Um, yeah, I mean I signed up. Yeah, Nick is in, Nick is in. Um, yeah, got four e meters out of four. <laughs> He's Zeno, he tested Zenu on the on the. On the <laughs> um, the, I'll I'll go to I would go to Birds and I would tip well, and then like eventually there were two bar- bartenders there that ruled uh, th- these two old Nick, you know, them. Uh, those guys one- rule. Yeah. 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 Um, but they both left there now, but they, but I would like, Oh no, I would tip well. And then like, as you know, like on another night I go there and then my char- like at the end of the night, I'd be like, you owe like 40 or 50 bucks. And I was like, there's no way I owe only 40 or 50 bucks. So I would just tip. So I would just make it up in tips. Like, that's all you got to do. Yes. 
You know what that's I mean? A, that's or, a great or, way to handle it. Or, or or you can be vocal and just like either you tip well, which is like, hey, then you're still you're still paying for it in some way, but you're paying for it and you're tipping these people and and you're helping out the staff. And yeah. you're probably still getting yourself some sort of deal because they're 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 hooking you up, which just tip well and 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 hook them up on their end and and they'll be happy. Or if it's a thing where you're like, I really don't want it, then I think you can just be like, I'm just having one. I'm in and out. I think you can say something like that up top where you're like, I'm just gonna have mm. one drink and I gotta go. I can't stick around long. I think you can. I think you can. Or like when they go to f- give you a refill, you can be like, Ah, oh, no, you don't have to do that. I'm. I gotta leave early today or something. That's some. If that's the thing that's bothering you. But right. I think, but for me, I never had an issue with it. Like, like uh, if they if they gave me something a little extra, it's always nice, and I just will try to tip them a little nicer. That's all. Yeah, that's a great way to handle it. Tipping, tipping is one of the great joys of existence. Yes, Am I, I mean it's, and I don't hope this doesn't sound douchey, but like it is so fun to tip well and give people you've interacted with make them feel good about what they did. Usually, they did do well, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's like I always once. You know, I've always done the. You know, you send your kids out to restaurants for the first time, and they don't quite know how to tip. And then my kids came back once, and they were like, "We didn't have anybody to tip." And I dragged them back and made them tip yeah. the the server, and like made them go in. And they were like, "We don't want to go, Daddy. Like you're terrifying us." Like they're like, "No, no, you didn't do anything wrong. You just like you just explained that you forgot." And like, "Thank you for your service." Although not the same, not the military service. <laughs> Thank you for your. They're also those people also deserve good tips. I wish I could. T- I wish I could tip our soldiers. If there was a way to, t- I'm sure there is. I give to charity. Um, shit, this sounds horrible. Now. I'm just saying, like tipping is so fun. It's like sometimes the fun is just like going to a place and like and tipping. I don't know. It's crazy. It is. Sounds, it, it, may, it, it makes it makes you feel. I. You know what? I I had Dunkin' Donuts. As, I didn't look. We've done this before, and I, and when 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 me you and Gabers were talking about tips, and people gave us a hard yes, time. I remember that conversation, and 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 people gave us a hard time, and I even in the moment I felt it, where I was like, God, we're we're we sound like fucking assholes. But in what in what sense? Because I didn't read any of the reactions. It's just that people were like, Hey, good for you guys, you fucking assholes, that you tip people, you're <sighs> way to pat yourself on the back. I'm not paying myself in the back. I'm saying it's almost like selfish to do it. Like yeah. you get a good feeling. Like I'm not saying I'm a b- good person. I'm not a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, I like good feelings. Right. And I like the good feeling of making someone feel good. I mean, I'm like, there's nothing that doesn't make me superior. Or, like, I, I think, I think a lot of people, no, no one here I'll, in the Doughboys is a good person. I think maybe I think, Emma. I think, uh, no, she vapes. Um, <laughs> I think, I think that there's, there's, there's a lot of people you tip what you, what you can afford to tip. And I think anytime right. people will be happy, um, uh, you know, at the, if you're going to go out and eat, you should be able to tip tw- at least, you know, 20%. And, uh, and, and sometimes people are like, Hey, it's 15%. And that's fine. I think if you're tipping and I don't know, because the world has gotten crazy. I think some people depends aren't on okay your financial situation. It I depends on your like. financial sure. situation, sure. but you have to be able to at least tip 15% if you're at a restaurant and eating at yes. Dunkin Donuts today. I tossed the guy five bucks when I left because my, I know my sister always does it. Uh, and the guy was like, Hey, thanks a lot for that. And, uh, he said it nicer than that. Uh, he was like, he was genuine and it made me feel good. And, it, and I'm sure he was genuinely happy to get it. So it is someone you right that it is a thing that makes you feel good. So maybe it is in a, in a, in a way it's your, you're feeling good about it too. And, and that's maybe a little bit selfish or whatever, but if you can, if you, if you can afford that feeling, yeah, then do it. Yeah. 
I, I think it's okay to feel good about yourself by helping to compensate an undercompensated service worker. Sure, I think it's okay yeah. to like if that's if that's your motivate part of your motivation for handing someone who has less money than you some money. Like mm-hmm. you know, I I think that's com- to me. I feel like that's completely fine. Uh, but I, I you know the, the late great Jonathan Gold, food critic here in L.A., had a had a baseline which was just. He tipped 20% in every situation regardless. And obviously a professional food critic, which I guess ostensibly we kind of are. But just, mm, you know, whether it's sure. whether it was a to-go coffee, uh, whether it was a a fast food restaurant, whether it was a sit-down experience, you just, I'll, I'll always add a 20% premium for service because these people are working hard and what I do does not exist without them. So, you know, whatever whatever pr- principle you want is personal to you. But I, I, I kind of ascribe to that a little bit. Subscribe wow. to that right. a little bit. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just yes. saying like, it's fun to participate in the hospitality industry as a, in the spirit of conviviality and yes. excellence. Uh, I mean, I'll judge people who don't tip. Sure. That's fucking indefensible. Right. You, and and you heard, and you, you heard it here first. Like my, like my kids. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here first. We've taken the throne from Jonathan Gold, Nick and I. <laughs> We're the new Jonathan Golds. That's right. Poor Jonathan Gold. Hey, at least yeah, he died before what an insult all this, to his legacy. He died all before all this nightmare happened. He that is true. All these, that is true. You never, never see all this shit go down. The nightmare, K N I, uh, like like nightmare from Justice League, spelled like, the same yeah, way. Yeah, Batman's experience where he's wielding a gun. You guys doing a, a Snyder cut? We did uh, review. I assume you must. We, be right. It's already Patreon. been out. It's, it's the, all, as sure. of this episode's release. The Snyder's cut was I, this past Tuesday's Doughboys Double. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't even got to that. Oh my so well, no, it, no, it hasn't. It hasn't been released. It, it as is now as of this recording. Yeah, it's as of this release. Right. And guess what, Selman? We're in the future now. We're we in the future. It. We loved it. We loved it. Could not love it we more. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I feel like. Hey, all superhero movies are for adolescents, so I'm embarrassed to like them. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like them. I feel like it's my Chris Snyder cut. It's not even a comedy take, which is none of the characters in that movie have any inner life at all. <laughs> Except for maybe Cyborg and Flash. You know, maybe Cyborg and yeah. Flash do. But mm-hmm. everyone else are like just gods walking around, stomping on the world. Which is cool. No, like, they're not like people. That's my take. I, I know that's I know I know I know, I know Snyder let you down with with Watchmen. I know that that you wrote it. You wrote an article about it. You did not. No, like I liked it. it. No, I liked it. You did like it. Oh, okay, I always thought that you didn't like it. No, I liked it. I mean, I couldn't believe how sl- I couldn't believe it existed. That it was so slavish to the original the, the source material that it just was kind of stunned that this thing that was like this co- this graphic novel for nerds twenty years ago was now like almost beat for beat, shot for shot mm-hmm. been made into a mainstream piece of entertainment, which kind of just shocking. We're, right. we're, we're Snyder defenders. I, I actually think he's pretty good. Um, we but- were able to get a little joke in the Simpsons, like the week it came out where some trolls were protesting a, like a rebooted movie and one of the like, de-release the Snyder cut. And, you know, it's <laughs> nice to feel a little topical and well, a lot of stuff. We did a lot of work on Sonic's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually that same. This is that same episode that you know, the flashback that everyone is enraged by, which is about sort of about. It's actually kind of a chain restaurant episode. It's called "Do Pizza Bots Dream of Electric Guitars?" Yeah, there's no trivia contests about it yet, but like, <laughs> or if maybe ever. But you know that it was about how 
Homer used to work for a Chuck E. Cheese place and loved the writing little rap, dumb pizza rap songs for the animatronic robots. And then he, then the robots are taken away for ridiculous reasons and he's traumatized. And then the kids, in order to heal their dad, get the robots back together. They, the, they got to get the band back together, but then, oh, no one's going to watch this. And then J.J. <laughs> Abrams, and J.J. Abrams, like I get, I get why you like the classic shows, but this is good. This is fun. This is a fun show. And J.J. Abrams takes the robots and makes them into a movie and Homer kind of becomes a troll. And there's some satire of the trolling industry, including Sonic the Hedgehog in his teeth. Let me, let, let me, let me just say that J.J. Uh, Abrams is lucky my ass didn't still work there because we would fucking thrown down. Oh yeah, right. I mean, yeah. But well, you know, JJ had a did have a, a very good sense of humor, I would say, even though certainly he came off pretty well in the episode in that Well, just I don't know, just watch the episode and see what you think. Maybe. Check it out. Also, it The out. Simpsons. It's JJ, on Fox. Simpsons. JJ also would have kicked my ass all over the Fox lot. <laughs> If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, the aforementioned Doughboys Double Patreon episode, uh, that's at the Golden or you can join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And hey, speaking of URLs, check out the Doughboys Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash doughboyspodcast. I'm streaming, Mitch is streaming, and we'll be streaming the Doughathon May 1st. More details about that. Coming real soon. Selman, can we confirm Homer for Doathon? Definitely. <laughs> wow. wow. You heard it Homer here first. Breaking chew. Breaking <laughs> chews. Uh, Matt Selman, thank you so much for joining us. Any, uh, oh, thank you, guys. Please come back real soon. Anything you'd like to plug at this time? Just, you know, The Simpsons Sunday night on Fox. Then right after that on Hulu. Uh, I'm really having fun doing the show. I really love what we're doing. Uh, check it out. Selman, you know, you 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 say that pedantic nerds get at you for the Simpsons. Well, they also get at us for the Doughboys. So don't worry. There's nothing you can do where you can really avoid you can't the, escape them. The pedantic nerds. Like I understand. Like the Simpsons is like a, it's like a highway, and people get on and they get off at different times in their life. You know what I mean? A lot of people, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, like but a lot of people get on later and or they get back on or they they get off and then they get back on when their kids get on and it's like, it's just a unique, crazy experiment in pop culture and we just got to keep we got to keep it going my mom and i were watching the the podcast episode the podcasting episode and we were we were laughing up a storm we we were really Th- thank enjoying you it. thank it you so great. much check that out and hey that'll do it for this episode of doughboys until next time for the spoon man mike mitchell i'm nick weiger happy eating see ya on the next doughboys double it's for 20 buddy so we're watching classic stoner comedy how high with guest sean Diston perhaps Harvard University's greatest contribution to comedy. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.